Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is nose, N-O-S-E. Really? You bet your life. The National Broadcasting Company presents Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz show transcribed from Hollywood. Here he is, the one, the only... Thank you, folks. Thank you. Well, here I am again with a chance for each of our couples to win up to $10,000. And if any of them say the secret word, they'll win an extra hundred smackovers. And Groucho will meet our first couple in just a moment. Groucho, uh, Cornelia Hendricks and Romaine Fielding are waiting to talk to you, so fortune in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide an extra $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Cornelia Hendricks and Romaine Fielding. You're Cornelia. I'm Cornelia, yes, Groucho. Are you married? Yes. You have five children, huh? No, no, only two daughters. You're 28 years old? No, I'm tw- I'm 47. Well, I'll try once more. Are you from Philadelphia? No, I was born in Chimahi, Java. You were born where? Chimahi. That means enough water in Malay. Enough Java. water in the lake? That's your name? <laughs> you were born in Java, you said. Java. Was this with cream and sugar? I mean, <laughs> were you born during a coffee break? I folks slipped there. Oh. Now, your name is Romaine Fielding. Huh? That's right, Roger. That's you. I've been trying to think where I've heard that name. Romaine Fielding? Was he a big movie star about 40 years ago? Oh, that's right, Groucho. Actually, he was a contemporary of Francis X. Bushman in the old silent days. Oh. That was your father. Well, since you have his name, are you following in his footsteps? uh, Are you in show business? No, I have no particular talent for acting, Groucho. Don't you have uh, any talent? Can you sing or dance or tell jokes? Well, Can you stand on your head? No, the only thing when I was uh, in the service, I used to be able to do the manual of arms forward and backward verbatim. Uh, I doubt if you can get much of a spectacular with that kind of a (laughs) man. Well, that's what I thought, too, but we had one interesting experience when uh, I was apprentice seaman of the Navy down in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Uh, We were lined up, all the apprentice seamen were lined up for inspection. So along came uh, the Secretary of the Navy, which was then Mr. Knox, uh, Admiral King, who was then uh, Admiral of the Fleet, and the commanding officer of the vessel. And about this time, this lieutenant says to me, uh, Sailor, step out here. You know so much about this, you don't well, have to... Were you a common sailor? I was a real common sailor. A gob. Oh, I was the most gobby. <laughs> so anyway, he throws the piece at me and... Stand at attention. He said, describe the position of attention. I said, position of attention? Heels on the same line as close together as confirmation men permits feet turn out equally from angle 45 degrees and ease straight without stiffness, hips level and drawn back slightly, weight of body resting equally on hips, shoulders squared and falling, thumbs along the seams of the counters, back the hand out, fingers curled naturally, head right and square to front, chin drawn back slightly, so that's the head and neck is vertical, eyes straight to front, and assuming the position of attention, heels are brought together smartly and audibly, the mind as well as the body must be at attention. I said, would the lieutenant like to have it verbatim backwards? <laughs> he was sort of dumbfounded. He said, yes. I said, attention at B must body B as well as mind B. The mind as well as the body must be at attention. Front two straight eyes. Eyes straight two front. I like it better this way. <laughs> it's clear. I didn't get it the other way. Well, anyway, so the next uh, next thing he says to me, all right, being at the position of attention to come to port arms. 
So I said, Reddison carried the priest across, uh, uh, diagonally across the barrel of the body, regressed at the same time with both hands, right to the small sock, left the balance, barrel sloping, crossing opposite junk in the neck, and left shoulder, right forearm horizontal, left forearm close to the body. I said, would the lieutenant like to that forbidden backwards? He said, no. Well, what do you do, jump off the ship? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you do? Is this your living? You do make a living by just uh, no, actually, saying things backwards? <laughs> no, actually. Uh, what is your profession? Actually, I install a racket, as we call uh, it. I install a uh, glamorous type of automatic laundry, uh, washing machines, extractors, dryers, and so forth. Then Why do you sell this laundry equipment? Well, we sell it actually all over the world. You do, huh? That's right. Well, I'm for you, Romaine. The world could use a good cleaning. <laughs> However, you better hurry. There's a good chance the world is already washed up. <laughs> well, let's play you bet your life and see if you can win some money, huh? You selected a dictionary quiz. I'm going to ask you some questions. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. You ready? What is a nomad? N-O-M-A-D. Nomad. It's like an Arab. It's like an Arab. Well, a place, a place, a yeah, yeah. You now have one right. What is a sampan? Sam oh, it is a Malayan boat. That's right. It's a Chinese boat. You now have two right. What is a vaquero? V-A-Q-U-E-R-O. South American horsemen or cowboy. Uh, cowboy, yes. You have three right. Get the next one right and you'll have $1,000. What is a dindle? D-I-R-N-D-L. D-I-R-N-D-L. Uh -huh. It's a skirt or dress. Take the money. Take you the money, boy. Right. Take the money. You win the money. Wait a minute. Now, you want $1,000. You can keep it and quit or else you can come back later and try to double your money. You may even get a chance at five or even $10,000. So go over there and sit down and think about it, and thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much. In just a moment, our second couple will join Groucho to play You Bet Your Life. Groucho, I'd like you to meet uh, Jack Mosley. Why? <laughs> no, that's hard to answer. Uh, let me start over again. Groucho, I'd like you to meet uh, Jack Mosley and... Why? <laughs> oh, just for the heck of it, huh? Hey, watch your language. Uh, there are out there. Would you people come here? This is Junko Gordon and Jack Mosley. Uh, Dr. Mark. <laughs> Here. Well, welcome to your bet your life. Say the secret word and divide an extra hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Junko Gordon and Jack Mosley, huh? Which one is Junko Gordon? I am. You're Junko Gordon. Yeah. Huh? Well, a lot of Junko there, I must <laughs> What kind of a name is Junko? Uh, that's a Japanese name. Oh. It means June. Oh. Yes. June? Yes. You mean 30 days, hat September? April, Junko, and November? <laughs> Junko isn't a very dignified name for me to call you. And if I call you June, you won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's why Jack Parr talks. <laughs> what does your husband call you? Does he have a romantic little pet name that I can call you? Yes, sir. Isn't that like Jack Parr? <laughs> he calls me a uh, fatty. He called you fatty? Yes. <laughs> Well, why does he call you fatty? To get on the other side? No, that's another joke. Well, I better stick to Junko. 
Where are you from, Junk? I come from Tokyo. Tokyo. Well, you're very cute. Thank you. Gordon isn't a Japanese name, or is it? That's an uh, American name. My husband is American. Oh, your, your husband is an yes. American. Could you tell us the story of how you met him? Is it an interesting story? Yes, Groucho. It's a very long, long story. <laughs> They're all long stories, Junko. Perhaps. Uh, and the longer you're married, the longer the stories get. Perhaps we'll never finish. you never finish? No. Well, we better not. Give it to us briefly. Okay. Can you, Junko? Okay. How did you meet your husband? Uh, your uh, husband. Oh, I had a girlfriend and married and you came over s- here. And she's the one introduced my husband. And we've been correspond about four years. Did you uh, exchange photographs? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Did your husband propose by letter or did he wait until he saw you? Oh, after he saw me, he said, you look much better in person. Mm-hmm. Well, you do. Thank you. <laughs> and then what happened after he said this? And he what said, did you say when he said that you looked beautiful? I, I said, so you. <laughs> what sort of work does this Romeo do? Maybe an impetuous uh, fellow. Huh? He's a yellow cab driver. What about you, Jack? Are you married? Yes, I am, Groucho. Mm-hmm. Married 30 years. Is, uh, would you say yours is a love match? Oh, actually, yes. Really does not. your wife have any little pet names for you, like Fatty? Well, she calls me Windbag. Well, that's not nice. I wouldn't call you a windbag. But then, of course, I don't know you as well as your wife does. How did you meet your windbag, uh, your wife, windbag? Well, uh, I answered ad in a paper in Fort Smith, Arkansas. They wanted a dry cleaner. Then I made a trip to Fort Smith and answered the ad. But... Uh-huh. Before I got time, I got there. Somebody's already got the job, so that left you me went out. all the way. Where did you go from? From uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You traveled from Tulsa to Fort Smith. Yes, to get this job. Sure, yeah. jobs is hard to get in them days. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened after that? Well, uh, uh, this Mister Dobby, which uh, turned uh, was a brother-in-law to my wife now. But uh, he taken a liking to me, and so he invited me home. I, I, I couldn't follow this. Well, a man Mr. named Dobby. He, now he's just come into the picture. Yeah, he came in. He's a brother-in-law of your wife, to yes. whom you weren't married at that time. That's right. Yes. You understand this? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I don't. <laughs> well, anyway, neither of us understand it. Proceed yeah. with this right. cock and bull story. Okay. And he invited me home to meet his sister-in-law, which was Pauline. And that started something. You went there to get a job as a dry cleaner, and you didn't get the job. But this fella immediately took you home to meet his sister-in-law. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, why was that? Was he supporting her? He wanted to get rid of her. Well, uh, later on, I found out that was the reason why. <laughs> now, how many times did he have to run that ad before they found a sucker like you? Fort Smith, the job wasn't there, so I was left out in the cold. You arrived in Fort Smith empty-handed and left there with a wife. Yeah, I did get something out of the deal. <laughs> You're one of the few fellas I ever heard of who's got who got taken to the cleaners before he got married. <laughs> well, you seem very happy about it. Oh, yeah. You have any hobbies? I mean, or did you do nothing else but just dry no. clean? I'm uh, a strong man. 
You're a strong man. Well, I used to be with Ripley, believe it or not. Oh. And I did such stunts, uh, let six men choke me, drive a 40-penny nail through a two-before with one punch of my fist, break three-quarter-inch ropes, pull 14-ton fire trucks with my teeth, let any six men choke me. Are there six men in the audience that would like to come up and, <laughs> and strangle this chap? Do you still perform any of these feats of strength? Or what I'm getting is, could you do something for us? I yes, I could. Roger. I don't want anybody to throttle you up here, but could you do something? Yes, I could. Roger. What? I could blow up and bust a brand new automobile inner tube. Well, why would anybody want to blow up an inner tube? <laughs> I don't know. I just like to blow them up. <laughs> is this why your wife calls you a windbag? That's right. Have you got an inner tube on you? I well, you have yeah. one wrapped around here. No, no. That's solid. You you say you have one? I have an inner tube with me. Well, could you roll it out here? Yes, I could. Could you get it? Would you like to see him blow it? Yes, I'd like to see it. Say, how long does it take to blow that thing up before you start? It'll take anywhere from two to eight minutes. Well, that's a long time. I mean, we haven't got that much time. we got to get on with the quiz. We only have a half hour. You know, could you blow up the inner tube and still answer the quiz questions? Well, I don't think so. Simultaneously? I don't think I Well, I might, but I'd rather have my wife come up here. And your wife? Yeah. Yes, Mrs. Windbag is in the audience? Yes, she's in the audience. What's your wife's name? Pauline. Pauline! Would you mind hopping up here? Pauline. <laughs> now, Windbag, is there any danger of this inner tube blowing the audience out of the theater? Well, it's according to where I'm standing here, Groucho. Uh -huh. Now, Pauline, can he really blow up an inner tube until it explodes? Yes, he can. I've seen him do it many uh -huh. times. Well, stand outside a little bit, huh? Stand outside on the corner around San Francisco. <laughs> Now, you, you start blowing, and we'll keep an eye on you during the quiz. And Windbag, if you want to, you can help answer the questions while you're taking a breath. Okay. Are you guys ready? Oh, go ahead, Windbag, blow. Now, you selected cities and small towns of the United States. I'll give you four cities or towns in a particular state, and you identify the state. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win a thousand dollars. I hear the cities and towns. Winchester, Springfield, Shawneetown, and Rock Island. What is the state? <laughs> hey, can you play Uber on your tuber on that? Here are the cities and towns. Winchester, Springfield, Shawneetown, and Rock Island. What is the state? Illinois. <laughs> In what state are these places? Batavia, Ithaca, Albany, and Penyan. Uh, Albany, Ithaca, Batavia, and Penyan. New York. And New York is right. Now you got two right. Right. <laughs> In what state are Carrington, Bismarck, Beach, and Pheasanton? North Dakota is right. Now you've got three. One more right. You'll have a thousand dollars. I can't take it. Is he blowing or just standing there? One free alive. 
$1,000. Titusville, Newcastle, Oil City, and Carlisle. What state? Think now. Titusville, Newcastle, Oil City, and Carlisle. Carlisle. Now you should know that. No. Huh? Yeah. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's right. You got four well, in a row. You win one thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you want a thousand dollars. You can keep it and quit, or else you can come back at the end of the show and try to double your money. You may even get a chance at five or even ten thousand dollars. So go over there and sit down and think about it. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you. We'll find out if any of our contestants will try for the double chance at five or ten thousand dollars in just a moment. Agracha, only one of our contestants has decided to try for the big money tonight, and here is Romaine Fielding. You pick a number on this side if you win. It'll be $5,000, and this side, 2500 because you're single. Now, we're going to give you two chances at the wheel, so think first of a number between 1 and 10. Six. Six. Now, wait a minute. That's for 5000 Now, think of another number for $2,500. Uh, two. Okay. Five, six and two. Now, turn the wheel. neither number came up, so this question is worth $1,000. Pope John Twenty-Third was elevated in November of 58. He was known as the patriarch of what city? Tell me the answer and you win $1,000. Dennis. That's right, you won $1,000. What are you going to do with the money? Well, I'll probably turn it over to my wife. Congratulations and thanks for being with us. Thank you you bet your life.